The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count for your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. In the last hours, we learned that teen boy Stephen Smith's body has been exhumed. In other words, dug up for another autopsy. Do we know who killed Stephen Smith? No, we do not. But we are hot on the trail. This, as we learn about two new POIs, persons of interest. And yes, there seemingly is still someone in the Murdoch camp stirring this pot. Also, a reward has just been issued for info as it relates to Stephen Smith's death, now ruled a homicide. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, take a listen to our friends at WCBD. Attorney Ronnie Richter of the Bland Richter Law Firm has confirmed that the body of Stephen Smith has been exhumed. This comes after a GoFundMe was started to raise money to exhume Smith's body and perform an independent autopsy. Richter previously told News 2 Smith's family was looking to hire a local and national pathologist to examine the body. Stephen Smith's body was discovered on a rural road in Hampton County back in 2015. And just two weeks ago, the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division announced they are now investigating Smith's death as a homicide. Smith's death was initially investigated as a hit and run, but investigators say the evidence did not support that as a cause of death. Guys, you're just hearing our friends at WCBD. We have been waiting so long for this exhumation to take place, so hopefully we can get answers regarding the death of Stephen Smith. But something even more extraordinary has occurred. We have learned that while the body is being exhumed, 
that not one but two POIs, persons of interest, have emerged. Take a listen to WTOC. A phone call in December 2015 between now-retired Corporal Michael Duncan with the South Carolina Highway Patrol and former Hampton County Police Officer Nick Ginn reveal a tipster made authorities aware of two potential suspects in 19-year-old Stephen Smith's death. We'll call them. Person one and person two. Can you tell me what was told to you? We've tried to get in touch with, but he, you know, he's kind of avoiding the uh, the the call, the contact, and all. This is what I was told. He said, "Come over here to the house." He said he told me that was drunk and hit something. Drunk and hit something. Joining me in all star panel, including Eric Bland, who is helping to lead Stephen Smith's family through this horrible time for them, hopefully, a light at the end of the tunnel. But first to Jennifer Wood, Director of Research at FitzNews.com. Jennifer, so much is happening so quickly in the Stephen Smith investigation. You know what? Let me correct myself. It's not quickly because he was killed. This is homicide back in 2015. So, it's not really quick when you look at the big picture, but a lot happening in the last few days. Now, I've seen the names of POI 1 and POI 2, and this is what I understand is happening, Jennifer, that these two guys are out in a big truck with mud wheels, big tires, and they hit Stephen Smith. One of them comes back the next day to see what he ran over and sees a bunch of police there. That's number one. We'll let him be the driver. Then number two blurts it out to his stepfather. And his stepfather is advised by Randy Murdoch, who is representing him on other matters, to tell cops about person one and person two. Is that correct? That's exactly it. Okay. You tell me. Tell me, because I've got a cursory understanding. You tell me the whole thing, Jennifer. Thank you for being with her, uh, with us, everybody. Jennifer Wood from Fitz News. Go ahead, Jennifer. Both of these individuals were listed. I mean, they've always been in the, the investigative files. Um, so the, the stepfather had relayed to a friend in the police department, he, who's a sheriff's deputy, that his stepson had reported that he had hit something in the road with another friend and was very upset about it. He was so upset that he threw up. And that person was advised by Randy Murdoch, um, Alex's brother, older brother, to report it to police. So police did follow up on this lead. I can't see anywhere in the file where they directly with individual one or two. You know, Eric Bland joining me, high-profile lawyer out of South Carolina, co-host of Cup of Justice podcast. Eric, that's a day late and a dollar short. And I I don't want to take our precious time together, uh, this whole panel, bashing what the cops didn't do at that time, SLED and Highway Patrol. But in the investigative files, as Jennifer Wood acted, accurately points out that means nothing to me you put a name in a file and forget about it for eight years okay um i guess you can call that policing are these names secret because i know who they are are they are P, is po1 or po1 and po2 being broadcast the answer is yes and i think it's um dangerous for the individuals involved my understanding is they've received some threats I think it um, interferes with 
the investigation that SLED is doing. I, I disagreed that the South Carolina Highway Patrol should have ever released that investigative file because the investigation did not close. Yes, when you close an investigation, you release a file, but this was turned into a cold, a cold crime case. It was never closed, and the file shouldn't have been released. I agree with that. These people that are being outed, Nancy, it would it, it causes other people who may have wanted to come forward or have a uh, an inkling, should I come forward or not come forward? The fact that they're now being outed, um, I think, could um, uh, be a situation where it retards somebody from coming forward. So I think it's decla- dangerous and reckless. Guys, take a listen to our friends at WTOC. He said he went back the next day to see what it was he had hit and he seen a lot of police out there so he talked to one of the cops and then he had left and then he learned i guess by media that somebody had been killed in that same area the tipster told again person one was visibly distraught was crying telling him and after he got finished telling the story he walked outside his house and threw up so Eric Bland, uh, I agree. Files are not to be released until the investigation is over. This investigation is going on, but come on, get get real, Bland. They've been, uh, let me think of a right way to say it that I can actually say on air, screwing around since 2015. What? If we didn't know all this, they may still be screwing around, okay? And, and, and we wouldn't know anything and they would be saying it's an ongoing investigation. Sorry. If Stephen Smith's mother had not started to go fund, fund me to exhume Stephen's body, which I want to ask you about, is she really having to pay for the private autopsy? But that said, they were shamed into working this case. And I'm embarrassed. I am former law enforcement. And they basically had to be shamed into doing anything. Also, to you, Bland... Why is Randy Murdoch part of this? Telling a POI dad, stepfather, hey, you better tell police about your stepson and his buddy that that hit Stephen Smith in the road. Why is he doing that? Um, I don't know. It seems like he's all over this case because, as you recall, he went to the accident scene, uh, allegedly, and also called Sandy Smith and her husband, Joel, um, who he was representing. So he's he seems to be on all sides of this situation. I don't know, but that's something for SLED to figure out. As to your comment, SLED has really picked up the ball. I like the way that you didn't mention they dropped it, but I'm glad they picked it up. Go ahead. They made a decision that they needed to get the Alex Murdoch conviction first so that people will come forward and talk. Nancy, they spent $100,000 at least on helping me do the exhumation uh, this weekend with Dr. Dupree and transporting the body to Florida, coming back and reinterning it. The, the number of officers that were dedicated to this um, was extraordinary. We coordinated this and it, we had a small window uh, Wednesday night to make the plans to get the exhumation done. I did not want the media to be there. Certainly San, Sandy Smith didn't want it to be there, nor did Chief Keel. And uh, Dr. Dupree was there on site, my boots on the ground. We got the body out Friday morning. Uh, she escorted it to Florida with, with sled, uh, with the sled patrol in front and behind of the vehicle that Stephen was in, participated in the autopsy. Uh, the autopsy concluded. We brought Stephen back. 
and he was reinterned in a new coffin um, Sunday afternoon. It just it was a perfect weekend to give Sandy Smith some peace. Remember, this is an extremely stressful time when you take a son out of the ground. So um, I, I very much appreciate what Sled did to make sure that this went through. You know what, Eric Bland? I am too. You know I'm a fan of Sled. After I saw what they did in the Alex Murdoch prosecution, they went to any and all ethical and moral links to secure that conviction. But I, right now, I'm, I'm having a hard time imagining what Miss Smith has been going through. Correct, correct. Because, you know, I've shown you so many pictures of my twins, John, David, and Lucy. I can't imagine the pain and the grief that she's already gone through and now having to go through the exhumation. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zen.com. That's zyn.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values of premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. I want to do that. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, 
Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. You all saw during the Murdoch double murder trial, Dr. Kenny Kinsey. Dr. Kinsey put the lock on that conviction with his testimony, his down-to-earth explanation of very confusing technical evidence. And that is what the jury needed to hear. That's what I needed to hear. And to this day, I say, that is why top mom Casey Anthony walked. Because there was so much scientific and medical data to be unraveled, there was just not a voice that explained it in a way non-technicians like myself can really understand. I'm about to go to Dr. Kenny Kinsey, but I also want you to know Dr. Carla Manley is with us, clinical psychologist and author, and the renowned medical examiner who was part of the exhumation of Stephen Smith, Dr. Michelle Dupree. I'm proud to call her not only my colleague, but my friend. Dr. Kenny Kinsey with Kenny Kinsey and Associates, forensic expert in the Murdoch murder trial, um, Orangebury County Chief Deputy, crime scene reconstructionist, former SLED on Twitter, at Dr. Kenneth Kinsey. I mean, I could keep going, but I'm running out of air. Dr. Kenny Kinsey, I would like to hear your analysis of what we know so far regarding Stephen Smith investigation. Thank you so much for those kind words, Miss Nancy. All uh, true. Well, we know that there's a mother that needs answers. And, you know, the natural progression of things isn't to bury your children. But when the unthinkable happens, it, it, it's an awful long road to hoe for a family. And I'm, I, we know we have Stephen in the middle of that lonely road in Hampton County. We know that there are many possibilities as to what happened to Stephen. I'm just hoping that someone will come forward or we can uncover or we can assist Sled in uncovering the truth. And whatever the truth is, I just hope the Smith family can gain a little bit of solace from it. We've been boots on the ground all weekend, just going and checking some things in Hampton. Uh, I walked a lot more real estate than I've walked in quite a while and made some contacts. And certainly Mr. Bland and, and Mr. Richter, and we'll be passing those on, that information to SLED. And there's some things that we're going to do, too, with this parallel investigation. And, and I'm just thankful to be here to lend assistance, and hopefully we can, we can help get the Smith family some answers. Guys with me, um, I'm sure many of you became a fan of Dr. Kenneth Kinsey's when he was on the stand in the Murdoch double murder trial. And I agree with all of your sentiments. Guys with me now, in addition to Dr. Carla Manley, is Dr. Michelle Dupree forensic pathologist, medical examiner, former detective, and author of the Homicide Investigation Field Guide. I think that says it all. Dr. Dupree, tell me, without jeopardizing any future testimony that may, be, that may occur, what went through your mind 
during your part of the exhumation of Stephen Smith's body? Well, Nancy, I was just happy that we were able to do it and do it, you know, quickly and quietly. Um, and again, all of us just searching for the answers um, that are going to give this family some some peace and some solace. Um, and, you know, I think we got what we needed. I don't know what you mean by that. Could you explain? Not really. <laughs> I just think that, you know, exhuming the body, having a second look autopsy, um, you know, we're, we're going to get the answers that we need through the investigation. Did you take the body? Did you go along with the transport of the body? I did. I was there from the time the body was removed from the ground until it was put back into the ground. The entire time? The entire time. So you can vouch for any chain of custody issues, is that correct? Absolutely, as can SLED. They were there um, as well the entire time, a police escort. Did you agree with the procedures that were followed during the exhumation and the autopsy, the re-autopsy, of Stephen Smith. I absolutely did. It was very professional and it was just by the book. What does that mean, just by the book? Uh, just, again, very professional and done the way that it should have been done from beginning to end. How is the second autopsy of a body that has already been embalmed, has already been buried for some time, years in this case, how is that different from an original autopsy? Well, you know, the, the body is different. It has changed. It has already been um, autopsied. And so um, the... The condition of the body is always a concern, but like I said, we were able to, to do everything we needed to do and do that second autopsy from beginning to end. We did a complete second autopsy. Now, I look at everything in the world. I don't know if you're like this bland after law school, but everything in my mind immediately, it's like I'm interpreting a language, a, a sentence from Spanish to English. I'm interpreting what does that mean as far as evidence goes. You are telling me that you, quote, got what you think you needed in the second autopsy. That tells me, A, even though you said there have been changes in the body, that the body was intact to the extent that you could perform a second autopsy. Is that correct, doctor? Absolutely. And that the embalming process and the time buried did not in any way impede your findings. That is correct. Where was the autopsy performed? Tampa, Florida with Dr. Schultz. To Eric Bland joining me, who is representing the Stephen Smith family, how did you decide on Schultz? Um, it was a combination um, between Dr. Dupree, Ronnie Richter, and me, and a number of people who offered suggestions. We also had Heather Haney, who is a... Anthropologist. Yeah, anthropologist, and she lent, lent a hand. Plus, sent, SLED sent some officials that had experience as well. Chief, Chief Keel Nancy asked us to um, not interfere at this time with the investigation. Uh, and we turned over all the evidence that was gathered, the notes and everything that SLED. He has promised me, and from what we've seen, I, I think he's gonna follow through, a full bore investigation into uh, Stephen's death. He is committed to manpower. I don't have law enforcement authority. Dr. Kinsey doesn't have law enforcement authority, but they have uh, asked us to assist in a, on a parallel track, not um, doing interviews that they should do and not interfering with pe persons of interest. But a lot comes into us. Dr. Kinsey gets emails and tips. I get emails and tips and we're, we're, sharing those with SLED. So I think we have a dual investigation going on with SLED having primary uh, authority, obviously, because they can issue warrants and they can impanel grand jury and do mm -hmm. what things that we can't do. 
And I am very, very enthusiastic and optimistic that, that progress is going to be made. Look what we did in two weeks of being retained. We were able to get the coroner, the D- Department of Health Environmental Control, uh, to go along with this, exhume the body and do it outside the presence of media, get it down to Florida, get it, a, a full autopsy done. The report I expect will be coming this week. I, I understand the findings. Dr. Dupree certainly knows the findings. And uh, um, Chief Keel asked us not to share those with the public because he feels it would interfere with his investigation. And I have to go along with it. Okay, Eric Bland is joining me, high-profile lawyer working on the case with Stephen Smith's mom. So you know the autopsy findings, but you're keeping them secret. Is that correct? Secret's a tough word, but yeah, we, we're not disclosing them to the public, which is contrary to what I said I'm going to do. Uh, Eric, how did Stephen Smith's body, how was it transported to Tampa? By plane or by car? I'm in a van. Uh, it stayed in it, in the vault. You can't open it up, the coffin, because no air can get in it until you're in the secure surgical room. And it was pulled out of the ground by a crane with um, cables. Dr. Dupree uh, oversaw that. It was then taken to Somerville, South Carolina, to a warehouse where it was transferred into a van. Led then had their... Uh, officers there with unmarked cars. We had unmarked cars so that it, it, it looked like it was just a funeral that was going on. And then they um, transported them to Florida. Dr. Michelle Dupree uh, drove along and all of it was done in 24 hours. Uh, just an amazing coordination of a number of people. I've got a question, Bland. How did you keep it secret from the public? I asked people during the weekend when I was getting uh, media requests that I I was going to take off the weekend. I wasn't feeling well, which is true with knee surgery. And we just cut off all, all the phones and nobody got wind of it. That's pretty amazing. Was Stephen Smith's mother there? She was. She was. She was there with um, uh, David uh, Moses and Mandy Matney, who are extremely close with her. And my associate, Scott Mangillo, was there. To Dr. Carla Manley, clinical psychologist and author of Date Smart, Transforming Relationships and Love Fearlessly. You can find her at drcarlamanley.com. Dr. Carla, what type of emotional trauma is this going to trigger for Stephen Smith's mother, who's already been through so much, and now she's back when her son's body is lifted out of the earth with a crane? It's absolutely heartbreaking. When you think about the process of grief, where we have the loss, then we begin the grieving process, then ideally we move to closure. That entire dynamic is extremely traumatizing, especially when it's a child. In a situation like this, we enter the realm of re-traumatizing the parent, the family, and really complicating the grief to a degree that it can take so much more healing and professional support to move through these kind of processes. It's incredibly difficult on the on the person's psyche. I mean, I, I, I still recall my fiancé's funeral when I learned that he had been murdered. The, the burial, the, I can't even imagine her standing there in the darkening hours 
watching her son being pulled out of the earth by a crane. Absolutely. It's another level of trauma altogether. And I don't use the word trauma lightly. As a trauma specialist, I'm acutely aware that this is what we call a big T trauma. And the loss of a son is a big big T trauma, loss of a child. You go into exhuming the body after trying to find peace you know, year after year, and then again to be re-traumatized. I can't imagine what she's going through. Jennifer Wood joining me from Fitz News. Uh, you can find her at FitzNews.com on Twitter at IndyGen underscore. Uh, Jennifer, again, thank you for being with us. What can you tell me about Stephen Smith's rape kit reportedly being lost? And also the paint chips, I believe, that may be blue. They were found on either his clothing or his body. Were they not found during the initial autopsy? Were they actually found at the funeral home? Nancy, it's Eric real quick. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this only because I don't want SLED to get slammed anymore. The rape kit has been located. PTL. Rape kit located. And the paint chips were found and tested by the SLED lab. Wonderful. So they were found at the lab. And they were tested. Yes. And we do have the rape kit. That's huge, big news. Jennifer Wood, do you know whether the paint chips are from a vehicle? Well, I think they initially tested the paint chips back right after the accident. And so, I mean, there were not a lot of them, um, but they said that it could have come from a 1982 to 1988 Toyota vehicle or some sort of industrial equipment. Guys, speaking of the truck that we believe was involved in the crash, not accident, crash that killed Stephen Smith, I want you to hear what was said. WTOC listen. They also say person two, the driver of the truck, may have tried to cover up evidence. Supposedly he had had fixed his mirror. He had had patched one of the mirrors up on the truck. Both officers acknowledged this was the only concrete lead they'd come across in this investigation. Well, you know, I heard some rumors around town, but as far as anything that that I could say that had any kind of possible validity would be would be this. Right. Just, just the only thing you've heard prior to this is rumors. Right. Okay. Jennifer Wood, what can you tell me? What, if any, progress do you understand is being made regarding person of interest one and two? So, I mean, our sources are just telling us that they're persons of interest. I think they're running the investigation, I mean, from scratch. I think Eric probably can speak more to that. Um, But uh, my understanding is, you know, they're going back through all of this stuff they collected initially and re-interviewing people. Eric Bland joining us, attorney for Sandy Smith, as well as the Satterfield family. Eric, are these two guys still living and are they in the same area, POI 1 and 2? I do not have any idea whether they're living where they are. Um, Again, I'm not going to talk about it because I believe talking about it hurts the investigation and causes other people who may want to come forward to keep their mouth shut. And as Dr. Kinsey said, this is a case that isn't going to be solved by the scientific evidence. It's going to be solved by somebody finally breaking the seal and saying 
what happened or the, a, a good piece of information that they heard at a party that will break the investigation. And I think if we keep talking about persons of interest, um, this thing is just going to uh, die without ever knowing how it happened. Hmm. I don't know why you would say that. Because finding persons of interest, and I'm specifically not publicizing their names. Right. Let's let do that. I'm not going to, they're not going to share them with me. Well, they don't have to share them. They've been published. Right. Uh, but that said, there is another player in this who sheds light on what happened the night Stephen Smith was killed. Take a listen to our cut 53 from WCIV. Mate interviewed dozens of people as they investigated Stephen's death in 2015. At the time, they interviewed Mark Burkhart, a man who says he was dating Stephen at the time of his death. He says he spoke to Smith the morning he was found in the middle of the road and that the last time they spoke was around 3.30 a.m. I asked him on one of the calls, are you walking? Because he already told me he was out of gas. He was running out of gas one of the calls before. And I says, are you walking? Because I hear cars going by and he his answer to me was no. And then the call dropped. I couldn't come get him and that was what I was saying. Why couldn't you come get him? I didn't have enough gas and he didn't want me to come with the gas that was in the car. So I believe Jennifer Wood joining us from Fitz News, based on what that witness is saying, we can safely assume that he, Stephen Smith, did in fact run out of gas that night. Yeah, it sounds like based on communications with this man who alleges he was dating Stephen at the time, um, he had run out of gas and he didn't want him to balk but wasn't able to go get him. To Dr. Kenny Kinsey joining us, who we all saw on the stand during the Alex Murdoch double murder trial. Dr. Kinsey, what is your take on person of interest one and two? I mean, the only way I can imagine that they would not be involved somehow is if the stepfather were lying. Nancy, you know, with critical incidents like these, a lot of people will hear a little story and sometimes they will fabricate and add to it. I believe that fled position and and like Mr. Bland said, we're going to cooperate and pass on any information we get. But I've got a lot of confidence in the men and women at FLED, despite, you know, anything that's said to the contrary. I believe they will locate these these two persons and even more than just these two, and they're going to get that information. But it is important that we identify the rumors and we try to keep things from being added to the story because that many times will send them off down a rabbit hole and it takes away from the good of the investigation and, and the accurate information. So they have that information. Uh, they have many resources. And I'm sure if they haven't, they'll be speaking to those individuals if possible in the near future. Okay, I'm not really sure what you just said and I touted you as being plain spoken, but that sounded to me like you're dancing around the question regarding person of interest one and two. Uh, person of interest one's stepfather goes to police and says, my stepson was with POI2 the night Stephen Smith was killed. POI2 ran over him. And Randy Murdoch told me to come talk to you. Do, do I do I have that right, Jennifer Wood? Am I missing something? No, that's exactly yeah, you what certain, you You certainly have it right, Miss Nancy. But, you know, there's, there's two ways to look at this, and, and I haven't boxed myself in either way. Uh, one is that he was intentionally run over, 
that would make it a crime. Someone hit him and knew they hit him, that certainly would make it a crime. He was killed somewhere else, that would make it a crime. Or someone may be unaware, and I don't want to box myself in or make an opinion at this point in time because that will limit any help that I may give to this investigation. So I'm just trying to keep an open mind. But what I will say is those persons of interest, if they haven't been interviewed by SLED and if it's possible, I'm sure they're on a a golden rod somewhere to be interviewed. And I I would hate to jeopardize it with any innuendo or anything I might add. Okay, point well taken. If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, but it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience. Which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. 
Jennifer Wood, maybe I've somehow wandered into Alice in Wonderland, and maybe I'm the one that's completely wrong, but I see it very clearly. Either the stepfather was lying, and his stepson didn't say that, or he's telling the truth, and the stepson did say that. Now, if the stepson said it, we've got to figure out if it was true. But do you at least agree with me that far? Absolutely. I mean, the the rumor, Hampton is a small community and the rumor mill is wild, um, for lack of a better word. So I do think they're probably going through all of this information from the initial investigation and trying to discern what's rumors and what is not. But to me, that is a clear yeah, we need to look at this very closely. Dr. Michelle Dupree, were the paint ships from a vehicle or from some other object? Well, we really don't know. It's, you know the database only tells us that it is um, either from those vehicles or from an industrial object. What has been hanging over this case from the very beginning, the investigation into Stephen Smith's case is the name Murdoch. Take a listen to our cut 58 from Corporal Michael Duncan. Other than Mark, has anybody else, uh, have you heard any rumors or anything like that? Uh, other, other than, anything other than Mark? The rumors just going around Hampton that everybody keeps coming up to me and saying it was Murdoch boys. The Murdoch boys? Yes, whoever they are. Okay, alright. And, um, and, and when you say, did they give any kind of description of what they mean, why they think it's the Murdoch boys? No. Okay. Buster Murdoch has made it very clear. He has said, point blank, I had nothing to do with Stephen Smith's death, and my heart goes out to his mother. I think part of the confusion may be, Eric Bland, is that we keep hearing the name Randy Murdoch, who is Alex Murdoch's brother, who is Buster Murdoch's uncle, that he offered to represent Stephen Smith's family out of the blue, that he had the stepfather go to police with this information that the stepson said reportedly. It's just like, apparently he was at the scene, came to the scene the night, the day that Stephen Smith's body was found. Is that right? You you seem to be stating all the facts that came out of the investigative file and uh, certainly though, um, as communicated by the father, saying that either he or uh, PO2 was being represented by Randy Murdoch. I assume that Sled's going to go talk to Randy Myrtle, and I assume that Randy Myrtle will provide whatever explanation he has for being, you know, on all sides of the coin on this thing, so to speak. Um, or he'll voluntarily give a statement, um, and we'll know the answer. I just don't know. I don't know. Chief Keel is not that telling me who he interviews and who has been interviewed. He can't do that. He, I'm not law enforcement, so... Um, I'm sure with the rumor mill, somebody's going to find out some good reporter like Jennifer will, will find out from a source that either Randy, uh, gave a statement or he was interviewed. Well, you know, I think that's really how this has gotten so, so, um, Murdoch focused. Jennifer Woods joining me from Fitz News. Stephen Smith's body is found about eight minutes from Moselle the Murdoch Hunting Lodge where Paul and Maggie were murdered and now you've got Randy Murdoch popping up all throughout the investigation. Right. I mean, the 
investigation, the name Murdoch was mentioned more than 40 times during the course of the investigation. And of course, just because it said does not make it true. Right. Thank you all for being with us today. Again, we are not naming the so-called persons of interest in the name of a, an uncontaminated, uncontaminated investigation. We wait as justice unfolds. Goodbye, friend. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.